When is this? <laughs> this is now. We can't stop. That it's was too then. dangerous. This is now. This is now. Wherever you go, you are here. Today on Alphabetical, one after 9.09. Hi! Welcome to Alphabetical, the only podcast in the whole galaxy that we examine every Beatles thing from 12 to Y. My name is Jerry Lowitt. No, my name is John. My name is L. Adam. My name is Alex. My name is Pete the Retailer. And I'm John, and today we're going to go on a train tri- <laughs> uh, train trip. <laughs> to the 909. Not the 909, actually, the one after 909. The one after it, yeah. The local, uh, 913, I think it is. Um, from Let It Be, uh, recorded uh, a few different ways. Recorded on a roof. Recorded roof. Uh, in a room. <laughs> recorded uh, in a bathroom. No, it wasn't recorded in a bathroom. Oh. Um, you know, a fun uh, Lennon song from uh, when he was a kid. Yeah, I, I believe he wrote it uh, as a teen. Yeah, when he's like seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. You know what you mean. <laughs> trying to do the, uh, you know, the whole bluesy American train, uh, the American sound. train motif. Yeah, the train motif. We were chicka, all about our trains chicka, for a while. Chicka, 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 people don't write train songs anymore. Do, well, the band trained, I guess, probably does. But I don't think any of their songs are about trains. I mean, they're all train no. songs. Yeah. In the sense that they all were written by train. Wait, there's a band called Train? Yeah. A band called Train. They had that song, Drops of Jupiter, I think. Wait, there's a man called Hawk? <laughs> um, I, I don't know them. Now she's back from the atmosphere. Blah, 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 oh, okay, blah, I've heard that song. Yeah. So tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no train songs these days. Mm. It's all internet. Yeah. It's all internet. Tweeting. That's all the kids to care about. And now. hoverboards. Maglev. They're not hoverboards. They're on wheels. I... What? what? Sorry. You know yeah. those little like things that people ride everywhere? Hand like they're cars. Like, oh. The two wheel <laughs> Right. Some have two wheels, some have one wheel. Yeah, and they're just right. like and they're like, Oh, check out my hoverboard. It's not a hoverboard. No, no, it's not. Oh, like those gyros those yeah, 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 the yeah. gyroscope in them. It's like a yeah. Segway without the yeah. without the stick. Without the stick. Yeah. Although there are hoverboards now. I've seen them. Right. But the the whole like you can't ride them on anything that's not like Yeah, it has to be that special treated or something. Yeah. Like area. What's yeah. the point of that? It's still impressive. But. Yeah, it's still pretty amazing. Huh. But uh, yeah, we have to. We're gonna have to coat the whole Earth in a super mm-hmm. semiconductor or yeah. something, mm-hmm. just so we can have cool hoverboards. And you know what? Hoverboards don't work if you've got no power. <laughs> I was waiting for that reference. Um, <laughs> one after nine oh nine. Apparently, there's a version of the qua- a bootleg out there of the Quarrymen singing it. Huh. Oh, I've, I've not heard. Yeah, okay. No, okay. just I was reading about it live, a, like at a at a show, or maybe in in like Mrs. Just, McCartney's bathtub. Yeah, maybe it was recorded in a bathroom, yeah. like uh, like John said. Oh yeah, that's right. It was in the <laughs> Hamburg flush room. <laughs> flush. That's room. my new club. The, the Hamburg, Hamburg flush room. room. Yeah. It's it's got a secret poker. Room in the back. I mean, nothing. What? Nothing. <laughs> Behind nothing the toilet. All. You're breeding pandas. <laughs> um, is that a Simpsons reference? <laughs> it is. It's so weird. Um, this is the earliest appearance of John Lennon's number nine obsession. Yeah. That would... Uh, he says it's, it's just a number that follows him around. And yeah. So that would play out here for the rest of his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be terrified. His, his birthday, right? And or where he grew up. Well, all, I, didn't, all I didn't really know. Yeah, that. it's yeah, like it's like a yeah. bunch of different. Facts, I didn't know any of this stuff, but yeah, it was yeah. interesting. Although apparently he said, you, you know, he's like, yeah, I was born in October, which is the ninth month, and it's not. 
<laughs> is it the ninth? Did, do they start with zero in, in the Europe? It's like the, or something? the first floor. You know, you go yeah. to the, in yeah, a it's British the first elevator. Floor and then, yeah. This, so who knows? Could be. Yeah, but. Because uh, their first day of the week is like, what, Sunday or something? There was. Uh, there's no, nine O's. I do daytime stuff from developing all the time, so this is all I deal with. <laughs> anyway, nine O's. There's an oh nine oh nine. Do you ever have that cereal? There's nine, nine O's in John Ono Lennon and Yoko Ono Lennon. There's nine really? O's. And they lived at 72nd Street. Seven plus two is nine. All <sighs> sorts of weird. You know, that's right. a problem with like numerology. Once you start at putting, oh, this number plus this number, you get that. Then it gets You know, and this, this, record, this song was recorded in 1969. <gasps> yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also originally recorded in 1963. Three, three times? Nine. Mm-hmm. Six plus three? Nine. nine. There you mm-hmm. go. See? Wow. It's uh, number nine dream. Yeah, that's um, Let's think uh, all the nine. Ferris Bueller, he was absent nine times. Nine. Somewhere, nine. There's a German listener who's really confused right now. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, man. It would have no. been, yeah. been awesome if uh, this song was number 160 instead of 159. Oh, it's song 159. Oh. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, it's episode 159. Yeah, that's that's oh, interesting. There's another 9. Because if another it nine. if it w- if it was Friday's episode, it would be October 9th. Oh, he right. still but he still managed to make it a 9. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 1 plus 5 is 6. 6 upside down. You got yourself mm-hmm. a 9, my friend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Up top. All right, besides all this JJ Abrams crap, what do you think about the song? Uh, it's interesting like <laughs> uh well, so let's hear what Paul at some point said, uh, was talking about the song. He said, it's not a great song. Said, it's not a great song, but it's a great favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. So I like that, uh, that duality of you know, being able to say, okay, it's not the best, but I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's actually, that's like an opposite of what John would say. Yeah, He'd right. Like, it's a good song, even though it's crap. Right. Yeah, it's terrific, but it's rubbish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not a, it's not a great song, but it's a great favorite of mine uh, because it has a great has great memories for me of John and I trying to write a bluesy freight train song. Mm-hmm. So that's also that's it's a it's a good uh, good reasons. Uh, well, Adam, uh, you'll probably want to chip in on that, chime in on this uh, no, the I anthology won't. version mm-hmm. of this song. I think is uh, not that the song is amazing, but it's it's really fun to listen to, especially the the one where it breaks down. And you hear John right. and Paul arguing with each other. Well, the train breaks down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they had to wait for the one after that one. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so especially because you get to see them, you get to compare how they sounded in 1963 with how they sounded in 1969. Yeah. And it's just, uh, I find that's, that very fascinating to listen to. And it's crazy that that's only six years. Oh, I know, yeah. You know, it sounds like, you know, 20 years difference almost, yeah. and, but it's only six years. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, I like the, the the one that breaks down on the anthology version because I guess Paul didn't have his uh, is a plectrum a pick yes so because he didn't have his pick it was mm-hmm. with his luggage which hadn't arrived yet so uh, <laughs> I guess he only had one. bag yeah. I only got one yeah <laughs> it's murder and he says it's such a heavy like scouse accent yeah. it's, uh, it's it's fascinating yeah I wrote down uh, 1963 recorded in stakes and I'm trying to figure out what the hell I meant by mm-hmm. stakes but it was five takes oh. So. <laughs> Medium well. Then did you re- <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And then uh, unreleased because that was a, <laughs> like like a proper studio recording. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so it's interesting. Hmm. Uh, it also makes me wish that they had done. I wish they had re-recorded "Please Please Me" live in 1969, in like on the rooftop, just to hear how oh, they man. would have yeah. sounded doing all their original songs. But now that they were much better musicians, you mean the and, whole album, or, or the, you just, know, a bunch of more. I wish they had re. re I always like it when people reinterpret their own right. 
music. Oh, they totally should have just gone through, not alphabetically, but they should have yeah. gone through chronologically their albums, played them each on the rooftop yeah. as like warm-up. They should have just played right. all of their songs ever and then led up to, all right, now here's the new stuff. And then broke know. it up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they played each new song one time. And yep. then, and that's and then, it. And, yeah, so. You know, you know it would be great if they were all, well, if they all lived. Uh, yeah, that, that would be great. great. What are you that, saying? That Way to bum us out. I, mean, I, I got something to tell you. Uh, and then they all made really horrible financial decisions in the 80s. And then mm, they had yeah. to like, sort of be like the fab foe and just get back together and play right. albums. But that would be amazing. Well, wasn't that kind of the reason that <laughs> George Harrison did the anthologies was because... He, yeah, I think so. He, his business manager had ripped him off with that whole film studio thing. So he's right. like, "All right, I'll do the." Yeah, but like, imagine that. Like this weekend at Westbury Music Fair, the original Beatles are going to be playing Revolver, <laughs> giving away free T-shirts. No, but it would be like three of them, you know, and then like one replacement, <laughs> yeah. basically. You know, it'd be like, <laughs> like who, John, wouldn't, who wouldn't have done it? I, I wanted to say John because I'm kind of I'm associating him with like Mike Nesmith. <laughs> so I think. Like, well, Ringo would be busy making movies. Mm, right. Oh yeah, like right. Ringo would be like in like um, the new like Avengers movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> if he had lived, yeah. If he had lived, huh? <laughs> if only he's doing all the Stan Lee cameos. All right, right. so would they have replaced Ringo <laughs> yeah. with a cel- another washed up celebrity, or would they have? Would it just be like a, a session guy? I well, think they call Andy White. Celebrities oh. don't necessarily play the drums or, or musicians, so it would right. have to be a drummer. Right? I would love to see, yeah, like one of the, like Josh Freeze or oh. somebody. Oh, wow. Josh Freeze drumming for the Beatles? <laughs> for the Beatles? That'd be oh, crazy. it's John Stamos. Perfect. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, yeah. John, John Stamos. Stamos. All right. Okay. All right. Problem solved. We got like it. This. And Mark Ruffalo as John Lennon. So when they're playing, would there still be all screaming teenagers, even though they're now 60 year old men? Or would there be all like, sit, like also old ladies? Like, oh, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> old, ladies. old ladies. You ever see an old lady throw Especially panties? Westbury Music Fair is the last time I saw an old lady. Yeah, throw the panties, panties don't go that very far. Oof. It was uh, too much wind. Was Tom Jones at Westbury Music Fair. An old lady oh. ran, ran up, threw her panties up, and it landed on the sound guy. <laughs> and he was like, thank you. <laughs> Have those burned. <laughs> <laughs> um, have hey. we talked about have you seen the um, Walk Hard the Dewey Cox story I still have yet to see that I actually I watched a little bit of it recently did you see the part with the Beatles I gotta get up to that oh, but it's okay. a Paul Rudd and uh, yeah Jason Schwartzman Paul Rudd Jason Schwartzman Jack Black and um, who does Jack Black play um, I want to say Ringo <laughs> really I could be Rongo I would have thought Jason Schwartzman would. he's got the schnoz for it <laughs> I can't remember. Maybe he is. I would say Jason Schwartzman strikes me more as a George. Mm. He's got the thick eyebrows too. You know, the kind of mm, the mm, kind mm. of eyebrow, what, George Harrison. But eyebrows. what what wins out in that battle? The eyebrows or the nose? Well, who, well, it depends. Who are the other people? Paul oh. Rudd, Schwartzman, uh, Justin Long, and Jack Black. Justin Long, Jeringo, right there. Uh, really? Yeah. Let's see. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. No, that's a video clip. Don't play. Don't play. Yeah, Jack Jack Black would be John Lennon. Uh, yeah, um, I think so. Huh? That's that's how I would. Well, do he's it definitely anyway. got that swagger. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can see that. Being yeah. the leader, uh, Justin Long played George. Oh, what? Oh. Paul Rudd played John. Jack Black played Paul, and Schwartzman played Ringo. Told you, uh, yeah. Adam wins right. one to nothing. I know my Ringo stuff. Right, Adam gets the pot, <laughs> and I forgot Jack White played uh, Elvis. Right? Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing that right. in the trailers or whatever. I should right. really watch. Was it a fun movie? It's a good. It movie. It was better than yeah. I thought it was going to be. I thought yeah. it was going to be one of those stupid movies that I don't like. And it was like, oh, that was pretty good. It's, Is it on Netflix or something? I don't know. Hmm. 
I don't know. But yeah, no, it's it's good. It sort of goes through. It's like a little anthology of like music. Huh. Right. And all of all those kind of music biopics yeah. that have that came out around, you know, like Ray and Walk the Line and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's exactly those, but funny. Okay. Uh, did this make Rolling Stones list? <clears throat> it did not. What? No. Come on, man. Uh, one other thing I wanted it to... It was the one after uh, their list. It was 101. Number, it was number 910. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On their 100-greatest <laughs> Beatles songs list, it was number 910. Um... So on the also in the anthology version, you can hear them. Paul do the shh when he does it's for said. He says mm-hmm. shed, yeah, which was mm-hmm. Paul McCartney's 1963 of vocal gimmick. I think he only does it on "From Me to You," which was recorded at the same time. Mm-hmm. Shed, uh, back to me. Anyway, that's it. That's his, his Liverpool gimmick. Yeah, do you think? I wonder if he was would have stuck with it if it was uh, like popular. That would have become his like trademark. Mm-hmm. Well, what do we think of this song? Um, I liked it more when I was younger. So much younger than today? Not that much younger. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I remember, you know, it was a song that I didn't know about right away, but then still within my teenage years, I discovered it and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like I didn't, like I might've even, like my guitar teacher might've showed it to me cause it was, it's a, you know, fairly standard, uh, um, you know, bluesy song. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to play for for an amateur teenage guitar player. <clears throat> um, so it's got a little bit of spark there, but overall it's not bad, but it's it's fairly standard. Maybe I'll go three and a half. So I'll go the one after three, which is three and a half. <laughs> or no, the half after three. <clears throat> it's going to get confusing. <laughs> um, I'll go three and a half train cars. How's that? Okay. Uh, I gave it. I did give it one after three. I gave it four. Mm-hmm. Four train cars. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's very uh, upbeat and spirited, and yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I, particularly in the context of Let It Be, when they all like kind of hated each other, it was nice that they could still kind of bond together, and they sound like they're having a lot of fun. You yeah. know, Paul's whooping it up, mm-hmm. and uh, you got those Billy Preston keyboards driving things along. Mm-hmm. I oh think yeah, that's uh, this could have been terrible. But it wasn't. It was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like I, I've I've spoken out about how I I can you know I really dislike kind of white guys murdering the blues sometimes, and this is yeah. just yeah. bluesy, folksy enough. But it's you know again, it's not like they're doing not like they're sucking the life out of a co- out of an earlier song and covering it badly. It's a song they wrote, kind of influenced by that, which has their own injects their own little bit of beetle gravy into it. So, yeah, and I think. What you were saying about them having fun. This is like the type of song, like if they weren't having fun, it totally oh, yeah. changed the whole like sound of this song. Like yeah. if you're just like, let's just record this and be done. Mm-hmm. Like it would totally come through in the sure. song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what does that translate into a number for? Oh, what? For you. No. Uh, <laughs> what? I forgot we were recording. <laughs> Where are we? Where are my clothes? Uh, I'll go with a four as well. Mm-hmm. Fun song. A four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. John? Um, I agree. Four. Hmm. Four. I like this song. I um, think it's a real fun tune, and they're having fun doing it. Really and, brown uh, shoe. I should have done that on Monday. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, no regrets. No regrets. No reply. And, and I, actually, I like the story. It's a fun story. Yeah. I like how he goes to the station, and the railman says you got the wrong location. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would, I would do that. <laughs> have you done that? Maybe. You could. You take. You ain't got no cash. <laughs> right. 
I like. Um, I just. I just like the way. Yeah, I just like the way it sounds, and it's um, it's tight, especially the rooftop recording. It's um, it's good stuff. It reminds me, and it's probably because they were directly referencing this, but uh, um, Spinal Tap. <laughs> I was going to mention that too. Yeah, the um. What's, I can't think, no, all I can think of is the one after nine oh nine. I can't think of the song they're actually playing. Um, it's um, uh, oh, well, it's crap. on the it's on the Break Like the Wind album, right? Oh, right, right. Because they do it in the movie, but uh, then there's an actual recorded version yeah. on Break Like the Wind. Uh, uh, all the way home, all the way home. Oh. Right. <laughs> Gonna cry, cry, cry all the way home. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, because if you know she's not on the five nineteen, then I'm gonna know what sorrow means or right. something like that. Like they do, it's, it's totally like a riff on this. Yeah, um, but it's totally uh, it's memorable. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, in the movie, they they kind of sing a little bit of it while they're being interviewed, and then on the Break Like the Wind album, they went back and actually recorded it to make it sound like a 1963 song. You know, right. give it that kind of primitive studio version. So That's that awesome. wasn't your cover. Was it? I didn't I didn't step on that. No, no, okay, that was not my cover. Because it's not a cover. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on a second. That's no longer my cover. Okay. <laughs> what do you have for a cover, Alex? Helen Reddy. Helen Reddy. <laughs> Helen, are you ready? Uh, inventor of the whipping cream. Mm-hmm. And uh, not someone who you think of as being necessarily, uh, and it's, you know, pretty much like a smooth adult contemporary version of a rocker. You know, it's upbeat, but it's, you know, it's pretty... Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty uh, harmless. I thought you were going to say a smooth adult contemporary version of whipped cream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. whipped. Helen Reddy. My, <laughs> Helen Reddy. My choice. All right. Helen Reddy. She's a woman, you know. She's a woman. She's a woman. Oh, no, no. Different song. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a woman. That's what I meant. I am woman. <laughs> I'm no, a that's woman. What I say. Um, I'm a woman. Helen Reddy. I know. Willie, Willie Nelson. Yeah, I got Willie. That's my cover. You got um, Willie. I got Willie. Um, Willie, would you like to see my Willie? It's uh, um, it's good. I like it's it's it plays on that you know like a railroad song coming from Willie has a certain amount of built-in uh, authenticity to it. Right. It's like tickets, please. Chugga 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 chugga. Does it really do that? No. Oh, there's no music to it. He just does like it's like a like a soundscape kind of. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. You know, like, uh, it's just him in a haze of smoke. Just talking about riding a train. Anyway, that's a good cover. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Uh, I wonder if Ringo ever did it when he was on uh, that <laughs> Thomas, train show. Thomas yeah. the Tank oh, yeah. Shining Time Station. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Ringo on Shining Time Station? Yeah, yeah, that's my first exposure to Ringo, actually. You think that's wow. that's the way you kind of imprinted on him? Probably. Hmm. Who yeah. knows? That's the same way I was with George Carlin when yeah. he used to do it. And I was like, yeah, I, went yeah, to go, then, yeah. I went to go see George Carlin in concert. I'd only seen him on Shining Time Station. <laughs> I was really shocked. <laughs> well, uh, apparently my grandfather was a huge Beatles fan and had all the memorabilia, everything. Uh-huh. Like everything. And then, I don't know if I've told this story before, but when he made the whole bigger than Jesus stuff and all that, that all got thrown away really all got trash. wow that's a great story yeah he had it all like did he ever um like look back and go like eh, i guess i was taking that a little too seriously or did he stop listening to well, the Beatles? After why, why i don't i don't know why did your grandfather think he was bigger than jesus uh-huh. <laughs> he's prompted him to throw away his own stuff we don't we don't really mm. talk much so like, i can't really get you an answer taller than jesus taller oh, right. taller. Yeah. <laughs> bigger than Rob. he thought he was better than ezra though which i that's that's probably why we don't talk oh, yeah. right. that's whew. you got a very hip grandpa i don't know so, so, so you don't <laughs> know if your grandfather ever went back to listen to the beatles no i have no idea wow actually. yeah all right interesting yeah any other covers no uh, no all right 
Well, <clears throat> if uh, you know, we couldn't find somebody who covered this song, maybe somebody would have covered only a northern song. Mm. No, no, uh, no. I don't know. You've had better. Yeah. Well, that's that much is certain. Um, but only a northern song is the song that we will be discussing on Friday here in Alphabetical. Everybody go give us a review on iTunes, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, etc. We're Alpha Beatles usually. Um, exactly. And Coming up. And we'll be here. Uh, we'll be back. Meet us back here on the Friday for the last of the O's. That's we're going to end the O's. Oh. The final O. The first week of our second year ends with the end of the O's. Coming up. So uh, check us out then. Here on Friday. This is really uh, degenerating. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, the little train noises will have stopped by then. Next stop, Stars, Take Tickets. Tickets. All aboard.